There's cat hair in my coffee. What a great day. Tim and Joel, I'm like trying Wait. to get everything ready to record. We're just talking all over each other. It's it's a banner day for us. Let me tell you. I'm also not recording. So just give me a minute. We'll, are, here we go. We, we are batting a thousand today. So yeah, I'm nailing it. You know? Yeah, I think so. If you want to nail it with us, friends, go ahead. Toss a like on the video. Just show us that we're not completely inept, just mostly inept. You can leave a comment, tell us how inept we are, and then subscribe to the channel to prove that our ineptitude is not bad enough to keep you away from hanging out with us. And in the meantime, you can also join our Discord. There's a link in the video description. There always is. If it's not there, then I don't know what to tell you, pal. You're doing it wrong. Or maybe you're just doing it right. Tim, are you doing it right? No, I'm still waiting for the thing to load so I can record. My God. Hey, you know what? I don't know. I don't know why it's starting this way. This is your fault. I'm blaming you. I, I mean, I think that's fair. I, I was I was supremely late today. I was, uh, yeah, I, I, I was definitely having a big start. I was watching, re-watching Darby and uh, Instinct and parts of All Out. I, I have to talk about these things with you. I have to be able to lead the conversation. If I can't, then I'm, what the hell I, are we doing here? I'm surprised they are not etched in your mind as they should be. Because I, I, <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but while there's a pay-per-view going on, I have to engage in conversation with not only six other people, but also an entire chat room full of people who are also talking about the show. I don't really get the chance to enjoy it on the same level that most of y'all do. Insane. So I have to go back like, and watch it. You could have just not watched Raw instead. <laughs> oh my God. Our Raw notes are nothing today for the record. There's like three things I'm going to want to talk about and the rest is just not it. I mean, only three things happen. So that's totally fine. This is still not downloading, which is driving me nuts. Or uh, recording, not downloading. Hold I'll on. Just pull the Hold audio on. from this gimmick. All right. Fine. Oh, no, 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 no. No, we're gonna no you're a perfectionist, Tim. I am a perfectionist. and it's, it's My goodness. You know what? Those, and you've you've put us so far behind the perfectionist wheel. Anyway, what? It, yes, what, what, I've been what, trying. It's okay. Let's start. We're going to start with the real deal. All right. All right. We're going to talk about Kevin Owens. Co. KO's contract. Knockout. According to Fightful is now up in January 2022. Yeah. So originally that's that's like three months from now. Yeah, that's that's. What's it was originally thought to be a five-year extension, which KO announced in 20, I think 2018, when he was doing an interview, yeah, with TVA here in, uh, over in Quebec. So for some reason, 2018 has now become 2022. Or Why? 20, How? 20, 2023. So essentially what happened was uh, it looks like the deal was restructured with the pandemic. Remember when they released everyone? Remember when they screwed everyone out of money and said, oh, budget cuts, this is why we're doing it? Well, some of those deals included restructuring of current deals, some of which were not uh, firings. Instead, they were just, you know, cut back on an amount of time on contracts. That's stupid. <laughs> It is and, like what I mean. What? Okay, okay. This is being announced, and it's a surprise to us. And I, I, whatever. It's three months. I don't really care. Um, but is it a surprise to people in WWE? Is that why it's like really noteworthy? So this time, it is not a surprise. This time, it's more of a surprise to those of us who thought that there was a an extension that had you know lasted for five years as of 2018 that would have taken him to 2023. Instead, we're losing a year on what was expected to be the end of his contract. That's, again, it's not big for WWE who knew it. This is not like Adam Cole, where yeah, uh, there was not the you know, a huge six-month discrepancy and suddenly everything was messed up. No, this time it's a lot different. It's a, uh, it, it looks like it's just contract is up in 2022 in January. We knew about it. I'm assuming negotiations are in the midst of happening, no. I would assume. But uh, who knows, man? He's been with WWE since 2014. And That's he's been a long time. He's been in and out of, of top guy shit on the roster. And you and I talked about this la uh, on the Sunday show that he is slowly becoming that that kind of misrule where yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, doing exactly what they're he's doing ambassador work. He's doing the, the, the uh, celebrity stuff. He's getting he's getting those reps in and it's different. He's not running the top of the chain. He's not Roman Reigns. He's not Seth Rollins. He's 
he's right now sitting in the mid card getting his uh his his main celebrity time yeah oh do you remember when he was with roman reigns and it was so good he did such a good job it was so good what do you think do you think he's gonna go do you think he's gonna move over to the place where everyone else went this weekend to aew i don't think i don't know there's so many people in aew like what are they gonna do with him well, there was a i feel tweet. like he'd have the same issue there that he has in wwe so i think it's it's entirely up to him and what he what he thinks because i don't know i have no idea I, so, I don't even know who him and eddie kingston would be interesting i'd love to see that but mom so mom. Go into your comment about too much con- or too many people on the roster. I saw that argument. I saw a lot of that argument, and I and I understand where it's coming from, especially after a weekend where they added not one, not two, but three people plus a surprise in having Minoru Suzuki show up on the uh, on the show. I get that. I understand. However, you cannot deny that they continue to cycle in and out talent from stories to make them relevant and put them in groups and in different factions that make them relevant to the storylines. We saw yep. for all, for like, for God's sake, we saw Wardlow and Hager show up during that uh, MJF <laughs> and Jericho match. For better or worse, they showed up. And when they did, they reinserted themselves yep. in a story that they had already been kind of taken in and out of. Sammy Guevara and, uh, and, and Sean Spears is another example of that. Guevara may not be on TV all the time, but when he is, there's, there's a story there that has been developed, which is nice of AEW to have, you know, they can pull back for those things. So KO. Yeah. Which like, that's the thing. Like I, I don't, I'm not saying that AEW has too many talent generally. I'm just right now. It's hard for me to picture how he fits in, but like, yeah, give it a second. And I'm thinking like, I, I don't know. I think he fit in pretty well with, with Mox and Kingston or something like that. You know, like, don't forget. KO has a big, big background with Cole and the bucks back in the PWG days. They were in a group together called Mount Rushmore. Now, I don't know if you saw the, the tweet delete from Mr. Owens. Did you? No. <laughs> just a bunch of numbers. Just a bunch of numbers. They were coordinates. Oh. They were coordinates for Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. <laughs> yeah. And so immediately everyone jumped on it. And this is before the news officially broke about the contract. Uh, and to the point where, you know, when it when it dropped, everyone was like, oh, this is what we're doing. It's Mount Rushmore. And they put it together. Kenny, the Bucks, Adam Cole. Adam Cole just showed up this past Sunday on All Out, which shocked a lot of uh, everyone, really. I had we'll no, talk yeah, about that. shocked us. We talked about it and said it wasn't happening. Said, and then oh, it, yeah. it bloody happened. <laughs> it happened. And we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. It was, it was, it was real good. Uh, instead... We we could see Kevin Owens do it, and he's changed his uh, his location on Twitter just to troll us all, saying almost there. And the Bucks, what's their Twitter location? I don't know. I don't pay there. attention. Oh, it's there. There. Oh, they could be playing us. They could be having fun with it. But it's yeah, yeah. worth you know. It's always worth uh, bringing up because these little things are fun. They like to play with us. They like to play with that. Li- yeah, that they love lore. screwing with the marks. That's right. <laughs> and hey, you know what? If it causes conversation like this, I'm not against it. You and like like you said on Sunday, you and I were sitting here saying Adam Cole probably not at this event, probably not at All Out, but it's coming. Apparently, All Out was the destination, and there Apparently. was a destination for Ruby Soho. There was a destination for Brian Danielson. There was a destination for Minoru Suzuki. We're, we're gonna get there in a second. <laughs> Suzuki obviously just a special surprise, um, but instead we got some breaking news. And this broke about an hour ago. What? Kenny Omega is the PWI 500 number one ranked wrestler for the second year in a row. All right. <laughs> you want to hear your top 10? I guess. I don't know. This, is a, this is a paper magazine or have they transitioned to online? They're both. Uh, but PWI, Pro, Pro Wrestling Insights, or Pro Wrestling Illustrated, I should say, has been around forever. Yes. Yeah, they have sure. uh, Roman Thanks. Reigns, number two, Lashley, number three, Drew McIntyre, four, Kota Ibushi, five, uh, John Moxley, six, Will Ospreay, seventh, for some reason, uh, Finn Balor, Shingo Takagi, Rich Swan, Rich Swan at number 10. That was. Yeah, but I, that's because, a surprise to me because it runs June to June. I think because Swan was having the matches with Kenny that kind of boosted him up the card. I don't know. Were they that noteworthy? Not not my preference. I'm not a huge Rich, Rich Swan fan. We've been over this. He's fine. He's not. I don't know. I'm blown so, my mind. 
looking at Roman as number two and Kenny hitting number one for the second year in a row, do you think it's fair? Do you think Roman had a, ha, should have been number one? Do you think it was right to put Kenny in that spot? What do you, what do you feel? I don't know. It's tough. That's a tough call. Like, I feel that just comes down to such an extraordinarily thin personal preference that, like, it's tough. I, I like, Roman's done some great work, but it's, I feel like there were, uh, there were a few moments where things just kind of waffled, like he was in a holding pattern. There, you know, it wasn't week after week, something interesting. I didn't, uh, same thing with Kenny. Like, I don't know. Right. I think they, it's, uh, I think it's splitting hairs. I think they're pretty close. Like. I, I agree with you. And again, it's a it's a list made by a bunch of people in a room like it's not it, listicles yeah, are all the same. All it's all subjective anyway. <laughs> there you go. You get it. Um, I will say this again, like you have WWE focusing on like a mostly Roman story and you've got the bloodline and that is the story. Everyone else just kind of cycles in and out. Right. Yeah. Even even when it was Roman versus Cesaro, it was still Roman versus the cousins versus the Usos. Like Cesaro was just the guy he was fighting that month. Which further yeah. proves the, the Cesaro conversation we've had a billion times on the show. Cesaro is prop. Cesaro is a prop. Uh, prop Zaro. Uh, but otherwise, AEW has, they've become a growing, marketable company. And their head guy is Kenny Omega. And again, they cycle people in and out. The, the, the matches are still, you know, based on everyone else in the company. But with Kenny at the top, he still has that sachet. There's an expectation yeah. there. Yeah, it's about the elite. Like, you know, Christian's just in there for now or was, right? So, yeah. So there you go. I mean, again, it, this is their, their their top 10. It's a very, very big mix of people. I mean, I did not expect to see uh, Shingo Takagi, which I understand because he just won the championship in, in Japan. Lashley and Roman. Yeah, that makes sense. Especially the year Lashley's had has been awesome. I'm yeah. very happy yeah, to yeah, see yeah. that. Uh, Drew McIntyre, again, coming off of the year he had. He's still relevant. He's great. Moxley, you can't deny, deserves to be in that top 10. Has great matches. Had a great match at All Out. Going to have a great match tonight on Dynamite. Will Ospreay, I don't give a shit. Uh, Finn Balor, yeah, yeah, you know, went over Uh, to NXT. uh, I think he carried NXT. I really do. He carried NXT for that pandemic year when he was supposed to be doing other stuff. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, And then, yeah, like you said, Rich Swan. It's a weird, it's a weird idea, but I kind of see where they're going with Rich Swan as number 10. Let's talk about All Out. Yes. Happy. Let's, Happy to talk about all out. Let's yeah. redeem these nuts. Oh, those nuts, as you requested, were redeemed. My <laughs> God. First of all, all night. Did you notice it was machine gun chop night? <laughs> yeah. Everyone. Yeah. It's the, 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 yeah. Yeah. A lot Do of New know, Japan stuff that I don't, <laughs> I don't really get, but it's oh. okay. I just uh, don't follow it. I don't follow it at all. And like, they keep showing me old men. <laughs> Who are very like 80s style wrestling, which I don't enjoy. <laughs> like it's very pl- like the the Mox match was great, but like it's hard for me to take uh Minoru Suzuki as like a threat. <laughs> like I don't he just doesn't strike me. They were treating him like a psychopath, uh, but yes. his music doesn't really say psychopath, and his video package doesn't scream psychopath, and his look is like maybe maybe like a dawn like a yakuza dawn or something but like he's old <laughs> like he's a little old guy i don't know the thing is so he's known in a lot of circles as murder grandpa which murder grandpa see that's awesome that's a great t- just call him murder grandpa like <laughs> like i didn't hear the commentary mention that and i would love to to know that because it's more of like an internal type of thing right it's not something that uh he wants as his brand they don't want him to be an old man wrestler. Like he's an older guy. Like he's in his fifties, but the whole idea is that he can still kick your ass regardless. Which of is fun. Like that's a cool character to me, right? Like it's you know, it, it's just. So Kojima. Yeah. And Mox like if I'm it. if I'm totally out of it, I, I have no idea. But yeah, that's Kojima cool. and Mox. So they have one hell of a match again. Chalk City. They go stiff on each other. Uh, Mox wearing a GCW hoodie. I love it because he had just yeah. won the championship the night yeah, before. Yeah. I thought when he was walking down with that hoodie, I thought the title would be underneath his hoodie. I would have loved that. Wait, don't they have to switch it up? Because didn't Cardona make it hideous? And then it, it, they went back with it. Yeah, they went okay. back they to, the, the, to the original one. title. <laughs> they, yeah, they, they had both titles now. Yeah, so that was there. Um, what else happened? So yeah, so so Akaze Ninare shows, uh, plays on the, the loudspeaker. He comes out, 
JR telling stories about having breakfast with Suzuki. <laughs> I, I, I was too scared to chew. Okay, JR. I mean, that you must have been pretty damn scared then, considering every city is immediately followed by what he would shove in his craw in said city. I'm fine with it, only because he's trying to get over how scary Minoru Suzuki is. I get that. Which is, which is good. I appreciated that. Again, murder grandpa would have gone a long way. <laughs> but, but that worked. Like, I got it. You know, I, I got that he's scary. I just, you know, I want to see something then. I want to see him just like straight up kick mocks in the balls and then stomp on his head or something. I mean, you saw him hit that gotch style pile driver instead. You saw some physicality and that was good. That was really good. You're right. You're right. I forgot about that. And that, that actually did. I was like, Oh, oh." and that was really what it was supposed to do. It was supposed to be for anyone who hasn't seen Suzuki like yourself. And you've admitted to this. Yeah. yeah, It gives you an idea like this guy who looks. No, and it did. It did. It did. He comes in and he actually, you know, gets physical with Mox and gets over the fact that those two are going to beat the crap out of each other. Which I love. Uh, yeah, I, I can't believe I forgot the pile driver because that like it really did work. Like <laughs> I was yes. like, wait, what? Oh my god, that only just piles like pile drove Moxley. Like it, it was very good. Very, <laughs> and very how good. does one how does one do a pile drover? A pile drover. A pile drover. A drove of this. Uh, uh you hire Jason Momoa, you deal with him being a jackass, and I don't know. There we go. Like a lot of people here watching while they're at work. I appreciate you guys. Do it. That's why we're doing it. The binary. That's why we do it. We want your lunch breaks or dinner breaks to be as fun as we want them to be. Britt Baker, Chris Statlander had an awesome fun oh, match. Wasn't expecting it to be that good. They went brutal. I love the 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 DMD taunt 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 taunt. She does the DMD and then Statlander grabs the finger and does the boop, which is fun. And it's a little thing that shows off her strength because she Good then stuff. does the shoulder tackle afterwards to put the emphasis on. Again, little things like that are what I love about wrestling. Yeah. Um, there was the, and then they do it again. They do the lockjaw attempt and then Statlander breaks out of it. And what does she do? Haul her up for a front face slam and then hits the axe kick because she's a strong ass bitch. Love it. So good. Uh, what do you think of Orange Cassidy getting a little... Uh, Get a little yelly. I, I loved that. I because it, right, it's been it's been so long, right? Like that was such a like long term payoff that the rare times he does something like that, it really works. Like it, it, yeah. I loved it. I really enjoyed it. It's nice to see him break character because he, you know, he cares about his best friends. Yeah, I love it. And then we get to the finish, Pittsburgh Sunrise, which that's your hint. <laughs> it's a little bit of a wink, wink, nudge, nudge in the end. <laughs> yep. And then it's a near fall. And then the curb stop yeah. and another near fall. And then the lockjaw and Statlander is out. It's 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 not a submission. It is just out. Everyone looks good. It's a great finish. Very happy to see that. I and thought, the, yeah, that match was so like very impressed. Very right. impressed. Didn't know Statlander never had that in her. No, 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 no. But very good. Very good. Do you think Chavo canceled Pac's flight and that's why? That was an interesting play, I guess. Okay. Okay. One thing I do want to say here. uh, Elidolo has found it now. Like, like his delivery, his delivery and stuff in those, in those backstagers has been a little bit like eh, to me. It's fallen flat. It hasn't, I haven't really gotten the, other than he's like a delusional mob boss, which I still act now. I really think might be where they're going with it. Like he put on a bit more of like the, the macho man kind of thing. Uh, in this most recent one, his delivery was really strong, direct, and like, yeah, it, it worked a lot better for me. And Chavo seems to be saying that maybe he doesn't have full confidence that uh, Andrade can can actually beat Pac, right? Like that's the, the 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 little bit of cowardice. So I don't know. They're they're doing something interesting with this, and I'm I'm much more intrigued after that promo than I was before. What happens if Pac beats Andrade tonight? Or on Rampage. Sorry, the match is at Rampage. What happens if if Pac beats Andrade? Does Chavo move over to Pac? Do we see maybe the Lucha Bros move over to Andrade? What, what do we do? What, how can That's we the thing. It, so it could have been, maybe it's a play that Chavo secretly just wanted to manage uh, Lucha Brothers <laughs> the entire time. And he was just using Andrade as a vehicle to form his own stable. And now he's seeing that's not going to work out. Um, you know, but they also have Aberhantes, so I don't know that that makes a ton of sense. We could see like uh, a real talk conversation between Andrade and and Chavo, where Chavo kind of 
sets the new agenda. Andrade came in thinking he was going to, you know, run wild, but maybe Chavo saw something he didn't, and he's got a different plan. And we slowly see whatever that plan is unfold. Could be bringing in some other stars, right? A mm-hmm. different, uh, different faction. I like it. I like the ideas. Let's see. Uh, let's see how it how it plays out. Yeah. But we don't have to sit anymore to know how Lucha Bros and the Young Bucks played out. Oh Holy my crap. God. I I it's been I can't remember the like it was a WWE pay per view the last one we watched the that uh, not the very last one but there was one where I was just like this was great start to finish and it was a big surprise I think it was like one of the weird pay per views I can't remember the name um, was it Money in the it, Bank no 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 I think it was <laughs> I think it was the KO the KO Roman Reigns one with the Last Man Standing match might have been was either way the there was a W was it. No, I don't. I think there was another. Keep no. talking. The, yeah, there was. A, anyway, there was a really good pay per view, and I was like, "Damn!" Like it's been a while since I've been this like, like I was start to finish really into it. This pay per view is another one. This match in specific, I don't think I've been this enthralled in a match in a long time, like like a few months. So this was very, 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 very good. Um, it, it wasn't flawless. There were things, but like, yeah, yeah. What what were your thoughts on this? So first of all, the entrances. Holy crap! Yeah. I did ruckus ruckus <laughs> dude I lo- I was so happy for that guy yeah I was that so was, it was so sick the guy deserves his roses he works very hard to get all those themes done did the Adam Cole theme and everyone's given him his roses on that one did <laughs> yeah, the Mexican yeah. did the, the the Lucha Bros one so Kings. it comes yeah. out Mexicans thank you comes out does the entrances looks so good he had been working hard to, to look good to to sound good and then they do the whole entrance the whole thing is awesome even the bucks had a good entrance right they do the usual yeah. stuff but they you know they heal oh that it's beard fun. on uh uh <laughs> nick beard. jackson oh it is so <laughs> hideous good job good job making yourself so unappealing that's <laughs> what i'm here for it was uh, great. So yeah, they, they they got the shoe spot. We'll get there in a second. But the, so oh. it's a lanky cage. It's a lanky cage. It is yeah, it wraps outside and sits. Yeah, which was which seems risky. But I guess they had it latched pretty well because no one got sandwiched in between. I was worried about that a couple times. They were really trying for something there. They they were trying. Like they were throwing people in there. I'm surprised no one got squished between the cage and the. They they did. The apron. They, there was a moment where where there they was? fell. Okay. Yeah, they fell through, and then they just kind of <laughs> it's like it's gotta up. happen. Like yeah, it was strange, but you know what? Overall, part of it, it's just part of it. There was a brutal senton and tombstone pot, spot from the Bucks to the Lucha Bros. I loved it. I mean, they just they went off on each other. Yeah, uh, and they they had the guy in the ring. Like we we were talking about how they were going to handle, and you know they had the corner guy, which I thought worked really really well. Like Brandon Cutler <laughs> is the MVP of the Elite. Again, like he's so funny. He's just so good at it. Like he tosses in the shoe bag and he's freaking out. His faces are great. Yeah. But you know what's going to be bigger? It's when he turns face <laughs> and he's over wearing the mask. He's over with the cold spray. He's done with all the, the cheating and the shit. That's going to be the moment that he gets over real big. He's already over with the crowd. But when he turns and says, forget this, I'm done. Yeah. That's going to be a moment, and I'm excited for that. But he is, like I said, he is the MVP of the elite, and he's going to see it eventually. So he throws the shoe in, and by the way, the the stupid shoes stuff that's on BTE every week, they played it out. They played it off twice for me last or at all out. The first time being when they pull out the the Travis Scott shoes with the the, the, the things on them with the, the thumbtacks, and it looks brutal. I'm a big fan of that, and they had done that at Road Rager weeks earlier so it looked real good big fan of that uh penta looks like he's been in a car crash holy hell yeah i don't know (laughs) that thumbtack shoe looked vicious and it i don't know it seemed to be doing some damage (laughs) he took the kick for his brother tell you that much he slid right in front of him and said i'm doing this so it was good yeah uh don Callis on commentary when they do that did you hear what he says to jr he says probably Dump a blood hole in him and walk it dry. Yeah, right, it's so good. So funny. <laughs> I'm sitting there. I'm cackling. I was like, of all the things you could say to JR, that's the one where he'd be like, what did I do to you, Don? It was so good. Dual package pile drivers onto the apron. Oh, and they were all crisscrossed, you know. Craziness. Mixed and matched. 
Phoenix is just a just a crossbody from the top of the cage. Yeah, that was a little disappointing. Not really what we wanted, but at least he survived and he can actually okay. defend those titles now. <laughs> I didn't want him to kill himself. He's been through enough injury stuff. So you know yeah. what? Crossbody looked big because that fine. cage is tall. Yeah. What do you think of the super kick spot? There was the awful. They all awful. just kind of went off. It, on okay, each other. the first circle what round, I was like, eh, funny, corny, but funny. Then they did it again, and like again, and I was just no. Yeah, that that's the one low point in the match. It was took me out of it. I was like, oh, God, this is all corny. Please just stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was what it was. I I didn't love it, but uh, but it happened. Uh, the the Mex Mexicans win. Lucha Bros win. The kids hug their bloody daddy. Everybody They're cries. And very like I, those kids. I feel bad for them. I mean, maybe they life. shouldn't be watching this. They seemed <laughs> like legitimately upset. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? They're they're. They're Mexican. They get it. They've seen it their entire <laughs> lives. They really have. They've okay. seen their dads yeah. in, in much worse situation. Their dad and their uncle. Oh, oh man. man. Okay. Right. The women's women's battle royal. So they shift. They shift into this match. I th I loved it because you know what it did. Everybody knew Ruby was the Joker. Yeah. Okay. There were, that was the only surprise that really mattered. And like everyone was so into that. But leading up to that, they needed something that was kind of a not a cool down but like it needed a little bit less yeah yeah yeah. this couldn't be like the big big thing right you need yeah to take especially a after a big tag title win and the whole thing you know but and then, a match a match like this is when people you know you gotta go piss get some concessions you'll be back before the finish type thing exactly so ruby soho man everyone's a big fan everyone's chanting your name before she even hits the the the, the ring uh she just soaked it in she yeah. was so excited she was fun and I was so happy for her. And in the post-match scrum after the event, she was just so happy to be there. She just wants to wrestle, man. She wants to wrestle and tell yeah. stories. And I think that's pretty damn neat. Uh, and she won the match. Yeah. Yeah. Surprised on that front, but that's good. Yeah. Let's, uh, you know, th there aren't a ton of super over faces for Brit. So I think this, will, this is actually a good, good move. Uh, Riho never went over the top rope, so she has I know, started to I know, make and the commentary called, yeah, the commentary called it out. It's like a whole thing. So I, there, that was clearly by design. It'll be a whole, whole process. Rio's back in the picture. I wouldn't mind seeing it. I mean, listen, Me Riho neither. and Britt yeah. getting, getting us, you know, a little bit closer to full gear, uh, which is now going to be what uh, they rescheduled it for November 13th and they're yeah. changing venues. So that should be interesting. Uh, speaking of them changing venues, I also, uh, I'll just say this. When TK did his uh, media call before All Out, he called on someone from PW Torch and he said immediately, hey, where's Wade Keller? And Wade wasn't on the call. I'll just leave it at that. He asked where Wade was, but uh, Wade wasn't there for the AEW call. TK wanted to tell Wade something. So we'll see. We'll see if he gets to tell him something uh, in a couple of months at a pay-per-view. Thunder Rosa West. versus Ruby Soho is another match you can run super duper hard. I'm into that one. And uh, the finish was okay, but it was yeah, a lot fine. like the 2018 Women's Royal Rumble where Asuka did the whole on the outside with, with Nikki Bella. They did the, the kick spot just to get her to tumble off the rope. Like, it was fine, but it was the yeah, first yeah. thing I thought about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, you know, the match, it, it had good moments. I think Jade Cargo looked good in it. Like, that was, that was a positive, right? Yeah. Keep building her up. Jericho MJF, I mean, listen, the troll, troll entrance. What do you think? Did you think it was oh, Jericho? The troll, the troll entrance was so funny. That was so excellent and, and like very good job calling that back. Obviously, we knew it was MJF. Obviously, there was no question about that. So, very uh, and then Jericho comes out, this fucking guitar player. Holy shit, that was bad. Like, I'm, I'm, okay, so there's a few things here. One, don't do that. Don't put no rhythm and, and try to have people sing along, you morons. Like, What did they think they were going to get out of that? Clearly, Fozzie isn't a real band or something because they don't know like a, the, the slightest thing about dealing with random, like an audience. So I've told and, you this before. Sorry, I'm going to cut you off. Fozzie is a real band. Four out of five members of Fozzie are a real band. The guy who wrestles... It and did. is in Fozzie is not in a he is in a band where he sings or where where he does karaoke with okay. bandioki. 
where the hell was the drummer? Why couldn't you have the full band? Why did you ha just have that guitar player who couldn't restrain himself enough to not wank for like a few minutes? He was trying to play the melody to lead people, which is stupid. Like again, without any sort of like concrete, concrete rhythmic element, there's no way in hell this is gonna work. Especially in an arena, which has, you know, awful acoustics because it's an arena. Like, yeah, that, uh, apparently someone was asking me if it sounded as bad there as it did on screen. It did. Uh, I think it was Rich Ward who was supposed to do the guitar playing, but because he's not there, because he's not available right now, they ended up asking yeah. the rhythm guitar player. I it just it wasn't good. They made the wrong call. They could have had him come out. They could have had a backing track. They could have done literally. And they have a when they play live, there is a backing track. Yeah, like every modern band, every single modern band is doing that. F yeah. Sorry to break it to you. <laughs> Pull back the curtain. Like There could have been so much more done. I don't know what they were thinking. Um, and, it's and that's a bad decision. Maggie's saying that she's not a fan of live entrances. There are some that are really cool. Some. There's some, but AEW hasn't found a way to get the, the live entrance working. They, they did it with when they had Downstate come and play uh, Cody to the ring. I think it was Revolution when they were in Chicago or... Yeah, I think it was Revolution. Either way, it was bad. It sounded bad. It just did not work. Uh, yeah, it was. Drew, Drew's calling out the phrasing, uh, and I believe that's in regard to the the wank comment. No, it is exactly what it's supposed to be. It is the masturbatory musical equivalent to perform like that. So, you know, it's <laughs> it's self-indulgence for nobody else's pleasure. <laughs> Uh, so going into the match, they, they have the match. It's a fine little match. Asai yeah. moonsault from MJF. He misses it. And then what does Jesus, what does Jericho do? He does the, the apron bomb. I yeah. like it. I actually, CJ did pretty good in this one. I feel like he's, uh, he's tightened up some stuff. Like he, yeah. he did better than he has in recent memory for me anyway. So when he's on pay-per-view, he gives a shit. Yeah. Like the lion salt was good. It's good stuff. Uh, you know, Wardlow and Hager, we talked about it. I don't, I'm not good. I don't, I don't want to see it again. But yeah, going back to the idea of cycling in and out your talent, it's fine. Uh, MJF doing what Jericho wouldn't do in their last match. He cheated. He used the yep. baseball bat. They both did that. But then he used the Judas effect. I liked it. Yeah. Big fan of that. And actually, Maggie makes a good point. Mikey did awesome for the Lucha Bros. So that was probably the first so really good live yes. entrance. And, and that one's pretty easy because there's no live band. You're just, yeah, it's different. just rapping vocals. to a track. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot easier to 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 maintain that. Uh, like there's a reason that's what the Super Bowl does nowadays. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, they do the false finish. They do the, the with the the Judas effect and the foot on the rope, and then they restart. They redo the salt of the earth into the pin spot, and then Jericho does a long ass walls of Jericho wins the match. I didn't like the end of the match. I didn't like they just yeah, redid the last match finish. Yeah, the, yeah, and you know the the ref coming down and be like, hey, you missed this. Like it that makes it difficult for you to ever use that <laughs> yeah. without it being restarted now you've set a precedent so i don't know like now now uh, for example now Riho has every like like every bit of a claim to have to wrestle ruby for actual number one contendership because she got right. screwed out of that and it's on you got video evidence so if yeah. they're going to do this for this they should do that for rio which is fine i i think if you're going to set that precedent and that's how AEW kind of differentiates themselves in terms of like schmaz finishes. I think that's a good idea, but now you have to use it. So use it. CM Punk, Darby Allen. Uh, yeah. You know what? Like I'm, it couldn't have been the main event. This was not a main event caliber match. And I'm glad they didn't do that because it just, it wasn't that. And I think it was slotted in a good spot. Um, match was, good like i i didn't know what to expect what with punk being you know away for so long but i, I enjoyed it it was floppy darby which i liked yeah. love floppy was, darby there's a moment <laughs> where punk sends him through the uh through the 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 ring like between the ring uh turnbuckles and into the post and yes oh my god vicious looking like love that big yeah, fan of very that. good uh and again just a lot of, of outside stuff they were having fun they did a little callback to bret hart and one two three kid from the 90s where they do the i think it was a snapmare and then punk looks back and is just like oh this kid's got it they did the same thing with with bret hart and this so they, yeah. that was a little a little callback that's, which i like cool. and again he was wearing punk was wearing a bret hart shirt on rampage 
So there was there's a little something there, and I appreciated that. Uh, the match, like you said, I think the match was slotted in the right spot. I think a lot of people would have shat on it had it been the main event. Uh, yeah. I don't think Punk thought he could go longer than 10 minutes right now, which is understandable. It's been seven years, and he sure as hell made sure to point that out to everybody. But uh, he was really happy with himself, and rightfully so. Yeah, yeah I, I think, think he did a good job. Yeah, there's a lot of conditioning that's going to come along with him getting in the ring, being on TV, doing this more. And uh, again, he's not 25 anymore. He's no. not 30 anymore. He's, you know... I'm not saying Punk is old. That's not what I'm not saying, you know, put him out to pastor. Not even close. No, no. He's still in good shape. He can do this. You know, straight edge helped him, yeah. I'm sure. He's, he's, <laughs> that helps. Uh, he's just got to he's just got to find his way back to his style. And that's all it is. He'll get there. And I think this was the, this this worked well. Like, I think yeah. everything about it worked well. They made the right decisions around it. And then Sting comes out at the end and does the whole like everyone shakes hands, everyone's best mm-hmm. pals again. And then mm-hmm. these three are going to be the first AEW trios title holders. <laughs> Very well could be. <laughs> give me see. give me CM Punk with some cheese ass face paint. <laughs> oh my god. It's Darby on one side, Punk on the other, and then You know what? No, Sting no, no. Do full. do his little fists and put it around his eyes. <laughs> No, it's got to be Darby's got one side of his face painted. Punk's got the other side of his face painted. And Sting, there you go. Do it up. It is the father, the son, and Sting. Uh, Let's go. (laughs) I don't know the rest of the notes. QT and Tall Paul. How was that? Uh, It was another cool down match. Uh, Poor Paul. So gassed. I was barely watching it live. I'm sorry. It friends. was it was what it was. It wasn't anything. It was it was big show, which which as I was watching the match, the match, my mind drifted and I was just like, huh, good on WWE for getting over a name as absurd as the big show. Like where I just say it and it's not even a thing. Yeah. Like, but that's such a stupid name. <laughs> you know, back in back in 99 when he came in, people thought that they called him the big show because yeah, of but the he's just- TBS. And it's yeah. Turner and yeah, they yeah, were yeah. taking him from WCW. So people thought at the time that was like their big, like, oh, gotcha. But no, it was he's just a big, tall he's guy. Big. He's just big. Vince McMahon only has so many ideas to give you on this one. Anyway, uh, Paul White, much better real name. Uh, he yes. did, it was fine. It was a fine match. He played the hits. He, you know, he smacked the people. He did the punches. He did a choke slam that looked OK. He, 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 but he also was sucking wind something fierce. Poor bastard. Yeah. And then we got to the main event. Okay, let's be honest. Was it a great match? No. I actually think the last one was better. <laughs> yes, I, I agree. The Rampage match was better because it was also condensed. Uh, it was unknown. People didn't know what to expect. This match, people knew two things. Kenny was going to retain the title. Yeah. And Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson. It's going to take me a minute to get to that. Brian Danielson was going to show up in some way, shape or form because of yep. that. The crowd was just subdued. They were tired or at least just not into it because they knew what was going to happen next. So the match just happened. There's nothing yeah, really like that. I'm going to have to go back and actually watch it and just figure it out because I'm sure there was noteworthy stuff happening. Yeah, I vaguely recall there being like a lot of outside stuff. And mm-hmm. again, like the count being very. Like a lot of liberties taken with that, but they, and like, all there were tables. Like yes, there like, were. Oh. Okay, that was good. So there was the yeah, yeah. the spear through the table from Christian to Kenny. And what I liked about it, this was kind of cool. Uh, Kenny like takes a step off the ring apron to take that spear, and like you can see him just kind of float in midair for a second so that he can take it. I like yeah. that. I think that was pretty. Neat. Yeah, like and there was that vicious like uh, Christian did the splash and cut his little tongue. With the leg, that was vicious. I was like, oh, that was dangerous. Good thing you got away (laughs) relatively unscathed. Kenny wins the match. Yeah. Cool. Out come the elites. Everyone beats up Kenny. Out comes Jurassic Express. They try to even out the odds. And I like that it's Jurassic Express that comes out because they are really building that team. They're really building Jungle Boy. They really want him to be something. There's an investment there. And I see that and I appreciate that. And then the lights go, or they do the beat down. And then Kenny gets on the uh, on the mic and he's like, nobody can beat me. And he does the whole thing. He says, living or dead, lights go out. That, to me, was the moment I knew Adam Cole had joined. 
Really? I Because that's the thing. I expected, I still was expecting uh, Daniel Bryan. If you, know your, if you know your <laughs> elite Bryan. lore, if you will, your elite story, Adam Cole was dead. He was poisoned. He was killed on BTE before he went to WWE. That was the story. <laughs> that's very funny. Then they play it out again on this week's BTE where they do a seance and bring Adam Cole back. And he's like, Super yeah, Dragon, yeah, yeah, yeah. Super Dragon, where am I? And he looks, he's like, oh shit, it's been four years. It's a whole thing. It's very cute. I like <laughs> it. BTE excellent. this week was like a big mix of good and like, meh. Uh, the Adam Cole stuff was really good. So Cole comes out. He comes out the heel town first, but also what, what everyone's like freaking out. So they don't even think about where he's coming out from. And I'm like, oh, I see those shoes he's wearing. He's wearing Jordans. Yeah. He's wearing, <laughs> he's wearing black and gold. I know whose side he's on. Because the story has been through BTE the entire time. It's got to be Jordans to the point where even when Kenny on an episode of BTE was wearing a pair of Reeboks. They made him go and buy Jordans just so that they could be on the same page again. So stupid. It's so stupid, but they made it the story. So Cole comes out and everybody read no logo, but continue. (laughs) Listen, we we talk about this shit, but in terms of the story, I saw the shoes and I'm like, he's going to super kick one of them motherfuckers out of of the building. (laughs) And what does he do? He does exactly that. He takes out Jungle Boy and Jungle Boy sells that super kick like death. Just goes and falls. It was nuts. And then very exciting. I was I was swerved. It was awesome. It's so great. The, the, the kiss, the moment, it was wonderful. I loved it. And then they get back on the mic and they do their goodbye, good night, and out comes Brian Danielson. Uh wow. Comes out, does the thing, they get the high ground, the elite leaves, and Brian is part of the company, which we expected. And his music is what people are talking about now. Yeah, right of the Valkyries with a little bit of ass bounce. <laughs> you and I talked about it on the show. I said there's no way they're going to do Final Countdown because Europe wants so much money. I think someone said it was 50000 per... Use? Use. Ugh. That's Did they even have another single... Like who the hell are you? That's really? the song. They also hate the song. So part of it is like we never want to see it again, and the other part is it's the only song we got. So they yeah. really carved this really shitty niche. Nobody wants to work with Europe. I'm sorry. Like yeah, it's just I'm the reality. So like, they're done. It, it's not important. So anyway, they're not doing it. And I told people from the get go, Brian is more recognizable from his time in WWE and the music he had then than he is, you know, with with doing Final Countdown. So what happened was, you know, someone from California, Elliot Taylor, he's a uh, he's a musician. uh, He knows the Bellas and the Bellas actually tapped him along with Daniel Bryan to do his remix of Valkyries. And that's how we got that new theme. And it's pretty good. I don't think it's the most amazing thing I've ever heard. But uh, (laughs) whatever. Valkyries is free, at least. (laughs) Yeah, you can remix that shit all day. No one's going to come after you for $50,000. Just old, old Wagner is not going to give it. (laughs) Could you imagine? Oh, man. Yeah, so it's 50000 back in like 08. And I'm sure it hasn't changed because guess what? Nobody wants to work with Europe. Yeah, no one's paying that. That's <laughs> Someone's saying Brian should join Bear Country. I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah, that. Totally. Uh, I, I was saying that it should be uh, Brian versus Wardlow versus Peter Avalon for the rights to who has that haircut. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, let's I'll give you a little bit about Raw. First of all, I, I am shocked. That the conversation, I think it slipped by everyone's mind that it was Labor Day on Monday. Because there was a lot of wrestling on Raw. There was a lot of attention to tag teams on Raw. And on Labor Day, nobody's watching Raw. Like, more so than normal. Yeah. So this was a largely inconsequential episode of Raw, which you and I talk about every week. (laughs) They They split the tag team turmoil match and they extended the whole thing. It's fine. New Day run the gamut and Jimmy Smith, he can't believe it. It was ridiculous. He can't believe it. Uh, it was so New Day. So ridiculous. I like Jimmy Smith. <laughs> that was not it. He was very shocked about everything New Day did. Um, and I don't like having Lashley and MVP go after the tag titles when you just built no. up six other friggin' teams. Yeah, I also just don't like the New Day continuing to be like so dominant. And it's just like, yeah, it's fine. I'm fine with them being dominant. They deserve that after the years they put together. I yeah, don't yeah. think they need to win the match. I think they should also, put someone else. The structure over. of these matches are just stupid. Like how so, Tommy? Uh, how okay? So they just draw. Like, are they doing a raffle? Like, 
it's clearly like this is not how an athletic competition would go. It makes no sense. It's like if you do like a qualifying match for placement, sure. You drag this this shtick out and you have a tournament, right? But like the gauntlet things are just dumb. Like the, at one point commentary was like, this is a test of endurance for every competitor. And I was like, no, it's not. The people <laughs> at the end, it's a regular day. Like easier than a regular day. It's so dumb. <laughs> If they if they explained it, I think, yeah, it would be a lot easier to stomach because you could have easily have done something like uh, we don't have top ranked tag team. So it's not that. But everyone drew straws or Make everyone a freaking arm wrestle for so it. Do yeah. something like. But then they have to show it because that's how they are with the. And I get it. I, I said this on Twitter after all out like WWE is not AEW. AEW no. is not Impact. Impact is not Ring of Honor. Like everyone has a different modus operandi. They, they're all doing a different style of wrestling and they're all yeah. they're trying to engage different audience members wwe has taken that uh nostalgia not even nostalgia. okay let me go back back in back in the attitude era they drew in a huge number of people those people have grown up and had kids their kids are now the ones they want and they'll go back to the parents and be like hey remember when you found wrestling well, now your kids love wrestling, so now you have to love it with them. That's WWE. And it's no longer wrestling, it's, it's entertainment. AEW is appealing to those fans that are younger, and it's clear because you see the demographics. Mm -hmm. They're appealing to a younger audience that maybe wants a little more sport out of their wrestling. They want rankings. They want uh, they want stories, but they want everything to make sense in, this, in the form of I just, Yeah, I just want uh, internal coherence like yes. when i was talking about the the okay you restarted the match you set a precedent now right just write that down write that down on your board make it a thing like you know and you have they, impact look at yeah. sorry just look at impact impact they have largely consequential matches but then they do inconsequential things like wrestle house or the dark realm they they do that comedy like uh swingers palace which is amazing to me i love that shit yeah it's great but it's not for like that's the whole no, thing yeah, yeah. it's it's not going to appeal to everyone, but I also think people are way too quick to complain about the similarities that don't exist because they're not supposed to exist. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I, like, all I want is just no narrative cohesion. That's that's just all I want, which is fine. Like, it's also not the end of the world. Like, I don't dwell too much on that in the match. Like, when it was happening, I was like, okay, cool. And then, you know, the New Day won a few. And I was like, okay, the New Day are going, like, all the way, but they're not going to win. Yeah, And exactly. then that's what happened. And I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. So Lashley and MVP have the match. Is, sure. You know. uh, and they're going to do Lashley and, and uh, Randy at the pay-per-view. Sure. I... I yeah. I just wanted, I want the tag team division to have a little more focus. And now you understand more why teams like FTR leave and move on. Uh, yeah. Well, and we've yeah. seen MVP keep getting pinned in these tag team combinations with him. So it's like, yeah. why, like this wouldn't have been such a pain in the ass if they didn't relegate Cedric Alexander to chasing for the 24 seven title. Yeah. And like Charlotte, Shelton to off TV entirely. Like, yeah. Charlotte and Nia whatever they're trying to make the worky shooty story work it's done. yeah they just they took that and thought that it was a gold mine but it was meh yeah uh naya versus shayna i assume is going to happen that's fine but we know what happens yeah. shayna's going to take another l or they're finally going to build shayna but i doubt it and then they're going to do charlotte versus alexa which okay lily needs a title belt for her doll i'm telling you man it's a merch thing they're gonna, yeah, Alexi's they're gonna sell gonna accessories the now, <laughs> and they're gonna sell an accessory for the doll. I guarantee you, it's gonna happen. I agree. By the way, don't do. Lashley yeah, just MVP leave that. It's up. not like MVP's not there as a as a wrestler for Lashley. Yeah. He's his manager, and he's done a good job of that. Like, do you think Karrion Cross should wear a monocle to the ring? I think he's. Jeez, wear a let's just keep adding weird shit to him. Give him a cane. No, give him a paddle, obviously. Give him an oar. That's right. Yeah. Oh. And John Morrison is stuck looking like an idiot. I'm sorry. It's dumb. Yeah, that really sucked. Like, I, I didn't like any of that. Very disappointed. Uh, I don't know why they keep adding things to that mask. The whole bit is weird. I feel bad for him having to wrestle in those dumb suspenders. It's a bad right. look. Like, I don't know. I don't know whose aesthetic that is. Like, again, it's just for toys, I guess. Like, yeah, it it's, looks it's dumb. It's for merchandising and it's to remind everyone where he came from. Leather he Daddy, looks like, end of NXT. Oh, he, he looks the like last, uh, the last Sean Connery in that. In Waterworld. What? No, not Waterworld. It's a Sean Connery. It starts with a Z. Z for Zendetta. Uh, 
Zardoz. Zardoz. Sure, why not? I've never heard yeah, of that. Yeah, 1974. Movie. You've seen the photo. You've 100% seen Probably. the photo. Anyway. Okay. <sighs> Cross gets wet. He gets upset. Okay. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I don't, yeah, I, we nothing. don't even have time. I want to talk about the rise of Reggie. I will say this. Botchamania last week posted a, in their video the story of Devon Dudley, who is one of the producers at WWE, telling the story about the ice cream truck uh, segment that, that they did for, for Reggie and, and R-Truth and Akira Tozawa. Uh, there's an RV parked on the side, if you notice With it. The and then dude. when he steals the, the ice cream truck, an old man with suspenders comes out. That yeah. wasn't part of the show. That was a legitimate guy. <laughs> it was the most interesting thing in the whole segment. Because a lot of it was just recut old footage, right? That they had used in previous packages. But that was so funny. Like, yes. It was just like, what the f- what? What was that? And now you have Drake Maverick, the final boss in the 24-7 championship series. Oh. Jeff Hardy, everyone's real upset about that. It's Everyone, whatever, me. you know what? I was just like, you know, that's basically where he's at. I don't that's know what, what to tell they're you. Gonna, like, yeah, like, they're not he was that there wrong. long before this. Like, yeah, sorry. I like I like Jeff. I don't think they're going to make him a champion anytime soon. No. <laughs> sorry, folks. Uh, and I don't I, I don't want to talk about Drew and Sheamus part million. Shannon, yeah, I, I didn't really. The match again. was fine. I didn't watch most of it because I was not. I was working, doing other things. Um is Drew going to heel turn? What was this? I guess he stole the mask, gave it to no, Mandy Rose. Yeah. Oh, so that I okay. Hold on. I know we're going to like an NXT. It's the final week of Leather Daddy NXT. Uh, I like that Mandy Rose has the mask because we're playing up on that story from the dropkick she took from Saray. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. That's fine with good. me. Continuity. Yeah. Have that in there. And then of course Gigi Dolan and JC Jane, they go and they take out Zoe Stark and Io Shirai after the tag team title match. Wasn't no, wasn't it Casey and Caden? They took out didn't they take out both? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I think it was just Casey and Caden in the ramp. Fine by me. They should take out everybody. <laughs> Let them. I may I probably missed that that who they took out. Uh I assume Zoe Stark's music is gonna get changed because she's got hardcore music. And yeah. new NXT is not hardcore. It doesn't fit. Unsuitable. Uh, I thought I thought KC2 was going to win the tag titles last night. I really did. Nah. Only nah. because they're the actual team there. Yeah, but nah. That's that's yeah. if anything, it's WWE. That's all the more reason why they won't. <laughs> Bachelorette party, bachelor party, hilarious. Loved it. Did you see this? Oh, did you like so it? Good. So good. All of it. Both of them. So like Candace, Candace Cameron Grimes with the no bill. Friends. Candace, yeah. Candace telling Indy, you have no friends, and then saying, what, she like, what'd you say? She's like, here are all your friends. <laughs> it was good stuff. Uh, Corey J funny. telling Amari Miller that eh, the wedding won't happen. I like it. And now yeah. Steph Delander is officially named Persia Pirata. Fine by me. And then going back to KC2, they are now the TikTok twins. Uh... Yeah, well, what are you, you going to do? But on the other side of things, we got some spy gear. And Cameron Grimes is footing the bill for everything. So funny. And- and the zombie Odyssey back. Jones in there, the zombie the, who the is Canadian, zo- the Canadian, Canadian zombie. <laughs> He's a shoot Canadian zombie, and I haven't seen that in a long time. Uh, does anybody have an axe? And of course, Dexter Loomis. Any experience with an axe? Yes. yes. Gargano is miserable. I like that the story they tell is that Dexter teaches him and does things to gain his trust and become besties. Takes everyone yeah. out at laser tag. By the way, laser tag, I'm going to do it when I'm at uh, New York in a couple of weeks at Arthur Ashe. We're going to go for laser tag. Myself, Kate Hensler from Fightful. I'm going to try and rope in the Mat Men jerks. Uh, we're all going to go. We're going to play laser tag because that's what we do now. It's laser tag. It's great. It's good. That's it's right. good stuff. Gargano wins $10,000 courtesy of Karen Grimes. I got to keep doing that. And uh, next week, Gargano's going to kill everybody. It's going to be a red wedding. I'm sorry, folks. Or he's going to be fired. <laughs> oh, don't you. Don't you start. <laughs> I knew you'd love that. I knew you'd love that. Uh, May Ying gave you. <laughs> Throw yeah, punch she, mania. She, yeah, she, she was around. That tongue and death grip, though. I, I, I will always love that. It's fine. They've ruined Tian Sha. I don't care. Listen, listen. <laughs> this is going to be my reaction every week. Let the thousand year old woman wrestle. If she... Next week, we've got a number one contendership good. match it because fine. it's exactly what I said. They'll never change. Lanite, Kyle O'Reilly, Tommaso Ciampa, Peter Dune. They're going to go at it for number one contendership to take on Samoa Joe, Samosa Joe, Mimosa Joe, Manoa Joe. Uh, the NXT women's title is on the line. Again, we told you it would happen. The colorful Frankie Monet takes on leather girl Raquel Gonzalez. 
Oh boy, it's the past and present of NXT facing off. And of course, the Red Wedding is going to happen. There will be other things announced. Yeah. Uh, the main event, we'll get to it real quick. Oni Lorcan, Danny Birch, MSK. Good match. The assisted blockbuster finish was cool. I like that. Yeah. 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 Really good. Like MSK is just great. The big news. <laughs> they're they're, they're delivering it every time. They're out. Like, they're no longer part of the uh, the British gang. Oh no! First Probably of, because you? one of them Danny isn't British. Is as British as anyone else. Oh, it was. You know what? The whole thing was they're they're not even about being British. It's about having weird accents, and Oni Lorcan fit in perfectly with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I sure wonder did. what they're going to yeah, do. Yeah, with yeah. Them. I do. I mean, they can't turn them, can they? Can they have a match between the four of them? I don't know. There's something there. As long as they don't fire them this week because uh, of whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that's dear. I would be I would be uh, a right. concerned. Real quick, we'll run down dynamite because we're running short on time. We talked about it earlier. It's the homecoming for John Moxley. Yeah. It's gonna be in his hometown of Cincinnati. It's gonna be by the way, I watched I rewatched the Stone Cold sessions with John Moxley with, with Dean Ambrose. It's still awkward five years later, but it's not okay. as bad as you think. Stone Cold did a did a, a, a sit-down interview so. on WWE Network with Mox. Yeah, and, and this was like five years ago, like I said. Weird. Just before SummerSlam. And like, it's 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 awkward. Mox doesn't want to talk about everything. But uh, anyway, long story short, at one point he says something like, I'm Vince McMahon's favorite wrestler. He'll never admit it, but I am Vince McMahon's favorite wrestler. <laughs> so I clipped that and I used that for an article that was That's, posted yesterday okay. about Mox and Vince McMahon. So Moxley comes awesome. back home. He's going to face Minoru Suzuki and hopefully not die. John Moxley is taking on the entire country of Japan. <laughs> all of them yep Shingo every Takagi Japanese wrestler is coming for Mox it's great I think I think this is actually a really good use of Mox outside of the title picture I think they trans transitioned him into this pretty well and it, it it allows them to leverage that New Japan relationship in a really good way I think and it introduces me to all these you know huge stars hey, apparently that I'm here. completely unfamiliar with getting the opportunity to, to see new people showing up in wrestling yeah, without doing any extra work. That's, that's how I, I like to I very to much appreciate that. You. Uh, Malachi Black. Yes, that's right. Malachi Black takes on Dustin Rhodes. <laughs> Listen, Black is firmly in the Cody verse until Cody comes back. Did you hear yeah, the, the latest Dustin. that Cody's coming back real soon? I assumed. What do you think? <laughs> I Cody's didn't need to announce that. The AEW title. Stipulation thing. Ah, no, I mean, you know, he'll come back. Dustin will lose to Malachi, who's left Do from you, the fact what are the nightmare factory. What happens he'll, when he'll Cody Malachi and brings win. the AEW championship into the Cody verse? Are we all screwed? Will that be the dark ages for uh, for AEW? Oh, I'm afraid of that one. Might be. Might might just put everything in the toilet. Then he'll wrestle all of the new this guys, of which there are plenty now. So just one at a time. Cody's going to win against uh, all of be the people match. who are I'm better sure than it'll be, him. It'll, I'm sure it'll be very competitive. I'm fine with that. Black is going to. Yeah. Black is going to. Yeah. Gonna yeah. Kick it'll, the it will be a good match. Dustin yeah. Rhodes. Ruby Soho takes on Jamie Hayter. I'm impressed yeah. that they're doing this match because I have no idea where they're going to go with it. They're putting over Hayter strong. They're putting over Soho strong. Uh, yeah. I don't know what to think. I don't know. I'm curious. I think it'll be it, so it's interesting. Yeah, I have no so idea I can how they're going to finish them it. them just being like, "Ah, she's going to win because of that." But they got to find a way to make it look like Jamie Hader isn't a big loser. Cuz she ain't. Uh and then Daniel Bryan's going to speak. That's Crushing the other it. one. No final countdown. I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. Uh and then no, I just found sorry. out through our friend Dan that uh, Powerhouse Hobbs will take on Dante Martin. I like that match. I'm really excited for that one. Yeah, it sounds like a good match. Just a Hobbs rankings one, I guess, but it sounds cool. I guess Dante. No, Hobbs has got to win. And and if and if yeah. power, if yeah, they yeah, finally yeah. start breaking Hobbs out of the FTR world, I'd be fine with that too. I say FTR. My bad. FTW world. The the. The F yes, the F FTW F world, the world, world. world. 
for the FTW World Championship. Miz is on Dancing with the Stars. That's official. That's the news I missed. I'm very. I don't care. I don't care. Not news. Not important. Enjoy. Not for me. Not for me at all. Oh, I hope not. He's gonna hurt his knee. Awful. Uh, friends will be back. Be careful. We'll be on Sunday this week because I am traveling. This seems to be like the every other week. One of us is on the road. I'm on the road this week. I'm on the road in two weeks when I go to New York for Arthur Ashe. So the Thursday, Wednesday show might not. I don't know what's going on. Tim, where can the kids find you on the internet? If you made it this far, drop a like on the video, subscribe to the channel, share the link around, tell them about us, tell them what you like or what you don't like. I don't care. You can bury us all you want. Leave a comment doing it. Join our Discord. There's a link in the video description here. And we are at Tim and Joel Pod. I am at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. If you're listening in audio realm, go ahead, leave us five stars. That really helps us, friends. Until next time, we're out. Uh, I, I I stole the the Sean Ross Sap thing. Damn it! Eh. <laughs>